Let's talk Tanya for the seventh of Av. Today we're going to begin the third chapter of Igeris HaKedosh. As we mentioned earlier, many of the letters that the Alter Rebbe wrote, which are published in Igeris HaKedosh, are about the topic of tzedakah. The first two letters of Igeris HaKedosh, which we finished, are not about tzedakah, but this letter, as well as several that follow, are going to be about tzedakah. Why is the Alter Rebbe writing about tzedakah? So the history behind this is that in the year 1777, there was a group of several hundred families of Hasidim that went to Israel. Actually, originally the Alter Rebbe was even thinking of joining that group. Eventually, the Alter Rebbe stayed behind. But the Alter Rebbe was committed to supporting the needs of the people over there, the Hasidim in Israel. Um, their financial situation was very difficult. And every single year, the Alter Rebbe would send a large amount of money to Israel, which he would raise from his Hasidim. So every year, the Alter Rebbe would send a messenger around to all the communities of the Chassidim, and each community was expected to supply a certain amount of, uh, of funds for this, um, for this charitable cause. And every single year, the Alter Rebbe would write a letter. It was, you could say, a fundraising letter. The difference is that fundraising letters that we usually get today are like something about uh, telling us about the people are hungry and they're cold. Um, the Alter Rebbe's letters are almost always deep concepts in Chassidus expounding on the deeper significance and the deeper benefits, the spiritual benefits of the mitzvah of tzedakah. The letter that we are going to be learning today was written in the year 1800. And the Alter Rebbe begins with a pasuk from Yeshaya. The pasuk says, Vayilbash tzedakah kisiryain v'koiva Yeshua b'roshay. Which translates as, this is talking about, about, about God, and God, he uh, encloses himself in tzedakah, like armor, and he has a helmet of salvation upon his head. Now, obviously, these terms are um, metaphorical. There's also a deeper significance to it, and also we have to understand why are we comparing tzedakah to armor? So actually, this is not a question the Alter Rebbe has. This is a question that the sages ask in the Talmud, and the sages say the comparison between tzedakah and armor is because, first, we have to understand the way um, armor looked in the olden times. In ancient times, armor was consisted, consisted of... Um, many, many, hundreds if not thousands of small little metal rings, and they were uh, linked together in patterns, and that created um, that created an armor. This way, the person going out to battle, on the one hand, it was flexible because it was um, it was made up of these small little rings. On the other hand, um, the rings all together, they provided protection. So our sages tell us that just like Mas Syrianza, just like this armor, is made up of tiny little links, um, each link on its own offers very little protection, but when you put them all together, suddenly you have armor, which is highly protective. The same thing is also in tzedakah, kol pruta, pruta, mitzarefes, lachesh ben gadol, every single coin that we give, every, every small amount that we give, it adds up. It adds up to something large and something significant. The Alter Rebbe is going to give us the deeper understanding of this, but in order to do that, we need to talk a little about tzedakah for a moment. There's something unique about tzedakah, and that is that our sages tell us, schar mitzvah b'hai al-maleka, which means don't expect to be rewarded for your mitzvahs over here in this world. This world, in this world, there is no reward. The reward is waiting for us in the world to come. However, the mitzvah of tzedakah is an exception to that rule. The mitzvah of tzedakah, we say that um, the karen kayamas lo'ilam haba, but perisayan, we have bo'ilam haza, which means that the principal reward remains taka for the next world, but the dividends, we are able to enjoy the dividends of the somewhat uh, of the, um, the fruits of the reward over here in this world. 
Why is it that by all mitzvahs we do not have any reward in this world, and by the mitzvah of tzedakah we do have reward in this world? So the Rebbe explains, what is a mitzvah in general? What do we accomplish through doing a mitzvah? When we do a mitzvah, we are drawing down from the infinite light of God, what we call the encompassing light, the oyer hasoyv of kolalman, and we are drawing it down into the world of Atsilos. The world of Atsilos over there in general, the energy and the light over there is of a limited nature. So we are drawing down the infinite light of God into the system, the limited system of creation. That's the world of Atsilos. And then from that infinite light of God, which enters the world of Atsilos, some of that, what Dr. Rebbe describes as a ha'ara de ha'ara, a ray of a ray, descends even into the lower worlds, into the world of Bria, the world of Yitzira. The worlds of Bria and Yitzira are the worlds of Ganeidan, the higher Ganeidan, the lower Ganeidan, which is why when a neshama goes up um, to Ganeidan after 120 years, then the neshama can bask in the brilliance and the radiance of God's infinite light because it is the infinite light which we drew down. When we did a mitzvah, we drew down into the world of Atsilos, and some of that was able to enter the worlds of Bria and Yitzira. In this world, however, our world is so low and so physical and so coarse that none of that infinite light can enter here, which is why our sages tell us there is no reward for mitzvahs over here in this world. Why? There can't be. Our world simply is not a keli, is not a vessel. We cannot process that light. Nevertheless, when we say when we give tzedakah, we have some of the reward over here in this world. What does that mean? That means somehow or other, in some illogical way, doesn't make any sense, but some of the light trickles down all the way here into this world, and that causes blessings over here in this world, physical, material blessings for someone who gives tzedakah, which is why tzedakah is compared to armor. Because the armor, because it's made up of the small little, uh, um, small little uh, um, links, the small little um, uh, um, rings, there are holes, there are, uh, there are many holes in it. In tzedakah, when we give tzedakah, there are holes in the armor. There are holes in the armor allowing some of that infinite light to come over here and enter our world and give us reward over here in this world. That is the explanation of the first part of the Pasuk. Vayilbash tzedakah kesiri, and the God wears armor, uh, wears tzedakah like armor. How about the second part of the Pasuk? Vekoiva Yeshua bereishai, a helmet of salvation is on God's head. That Dalt Rebbe will explain in tomorrow's Tanya.